It is Thursday, June 17th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Duval Motor Company. And now, a guy who can't sleep at night without his vibey lights on, J.P. Shadrick. I'm sorry, I'm, I don't More understand lights? the reference. I have no idea. Joe, go ahead and explain yourself before we begin the show, please. Oh, they're the hottest thing. They're neon lights that help you get a better vibe about yourself. And I just know you're all about that. Oh. Welcome into okay. Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by the Duval Motor Company. My name's <laughs> J.P. Shadrick. That was Joe Fortunato, oh, for boy. the record. And Jeff Lagerman is alongside, as always. Here's what's coming up. It is the end of the off-season program. Where do the Jaguars stand in mid-June? We'll break it all down. Charlie Strong and Anthony Schlegel. Charlie Strong, the assistant head coach and inside linebackers coach. We caught up after practice what was that, Wednesday, and then Anthony Schlegel is the head strength and conditioning coach, and you better strap in and hang on for that interview. It is quite energetic. We'll go around the National Football League as well, including the Chicago Bears looking at land. Hmm. That's all coming Mm. up a little bit later. Logs, good afternoon. Good afternoon. The offseason program's over, my friend. Yeah, the the original intention for the veteran minicamp was to have three days of camp, which is typical, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. But the players got a little, well, I guess you could say it was a big bone, and that they got uh, the third day, which was Wednesday off, which uh, it's kind of, this year, kind of that's kind of the thing to do, I guess, around mm-hmm. the National Football League. Some teams aren't even having Yeah, they just canceled the whole thing. Yeah, minicamp because of the some of the – pushback from the union about participation in the in the voluntary aspect of the offseason and then so some of that pushback led to some coaches cutting out portions of the OTA schedule as well as the mini camp or modifying the mini camp schedule so uh, so Urban gave them Wednesday off the third day of the mini camp and I'm sure many veterans were very happy but the rookies on the other hand they don't get that Benefit. Get out there, guys. You get another. They got to come to work. Day. Yeah, rookies. Look, yep. r- the rookie, the veterans are off now, and the coaches will soon be off tomorrow. And that, but the rookies stay here with Schlegel, strength and conditioning staff, etc., until I think the first couple days of July, and then from that point on, then they're off for a short period of time before they report. Somewhere around the 20th? Yeah, it's about a week before everybody else. Yeah, and the quarterbacks come. A week before the mandatory report day. That's right. So, so there you go. Uh, so it's all over now. And there are a lot of eyeballs this week on Trevor Lawrence, of course. Jaguars quarterback and that hamstring. Let's hear from Urban Meyer, Jaguars head coach. He said they were just being cautious. If we had to go, we could have went. They're being uh, our trainers and, and Shadi are being a little cautious because right now, when you're a month out, hamstrings, you yank a hamstring out, you're going to miss early part of training camp. So we're just being cautious. That's that one muscle that, you know, you guys have all seen it like I have. You pull a, you pull a hamstring at this point, um, you're going to miss all your summer conditioning. So we, we were being somewhat conservative on it. But he, he actually could play a game if he had to. Well, that was on Monday from head coach Urban Meyer. And then Logs Tuesday's practice happened. And it looked to me like the hamstring was doing just fine. Trevor Lawrence 
put together a fantastic performance, at least in my view. That yeah, he, he had a good practice, and he actually participated in practice, which many people thought that, okay, he's going to be on the shelf for the remainder of minicamp, and he was to some extent on Monday, but then on Tuesday he was inserted in some, into some of the drills. And I don't think the, the he got the normal number of reps that he would typically get. And they also had – I'm trying to think of the name, and, and Joe, maybe you can also think on this. Which professional athlete used to wear one sleeve? Oh, Allen Iverson. Iverson. Yeah. Okay. Well, Iverson always wore like one sleeve, right? And or and, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Trevor was wearing one leg, uh, one tight. Okay. <laughs> so it was kind of that Allen Iverson thing with the leg because of the hamstring. So they had like a compression leg thing going on there I guess that's what it was okay sure and yeah so I I will tell you this I never pulled a hamstring in 10 years of professional football never how is that I I mean I don't know I never did I I did a couple years ago when I was (laughs) chasing some wildlife and I can I'll tell you this what Urban is saying about a hamstring is dead on and that that's and I've had injuries post playing career. Many of them. I mean, you've seen me. I've I've had surgeries, and by far the hamstring pull, which I did it I think like three or four years ago, mm-hmm. I still still feel the effects of that hamstring pull. And so when you when you say that, oh, you know, why what were we worried about being cautious for with the hamstring? I'm just telling you, unless you've had a hamstring. You have no idea how serious of an injury that that can actually be. I mean, it is no joke. And I've talked to guys or teammates that had hamstrings. And, you know, we used to grow frustrated with guys that had hamstrings because it was – you don't see the black and blue a lot of mm-hmm. times with a hamstring. You know, whereas, you know, a broken arm, I can see that your arm is going at a direction that it shouldn't go. <laughs> that looks out of place. Care. Yeah, you're yes. hurt. Well, the hamstring, it's like, oh, dude, your hamstring looks fine. Come on, let's go. So, but uh, yeah, it's smart to be cautious with a hamstring. I'll say this: the um, you know, and and Brian Schottenheimer after practice the other day said, "Oh, we're not ready to name the starter and all that yet. There's still the preseason. We we kind of get an idea. I think what's going to happen." But come on, I'll say I mean, this: you know, hello, hello. Here's what I'll say: first though. overall pick. Yeah, we know the starter. Is. Tuesday, Gardner Minshew had a series or so where it's like they had some plays locked in. They had this throwback pass thing, and it was. Running off the field all confident. JP, you're not supposed to talk about specific plays. What happened after, though, Trevor Lawrence. Can we we mute that part? Trevor Lawrence came on the field and was like, you know what? Here here we go. It was the seam throw and then the one back right corner right on the money and then through traffic on the left side. And he showed you in that moment he flexed, I think, just a little bit. This is what it's going to look like. Well, he's good. I mean, there's no, no question about it. There's still some throws that he can still do better. But I think the one thing that impresses me, and, and most people don't even think about it, is that on some of the easy completions that he has, the ball placement is always where it needs to be for the receiver to continue at full speed and without interrupting their body language to make the catch. And so the easy is really easy for a receiver, the way he throws the football. And those are some things that, you know, a lot of people may not notice. I mean, they notice, okay, man, what a great fade throw in the back corner of the end zone like you're talking about, JP. And, oh, man, what a great go route that he threw and he dropped it in the bucket. It was right on the money. Well, what about the throws that are just the routine throws and just the, the, the completion percentage throws that he's hitting? And he's hitting them perfect to where 
okay, now all of a sudden the yards after catch start to add up because the accuracy of the quarterback on some of these shorter throws is dead on the money. And that's the part I think that impresses me the most about Trevor Lawrence is that the routine things look routine. Let's hear from offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel on where this offense is. Where do they stand at the end of the offseason program? You know, it's important for us to expose our guys at this point in time to to really all our all our verbiage, all our terminology, all the situational ball that we that we need to get to. So they've been exposed to everything, um, at, you know, at least one time. You know, nothing is. There's some things that have been in depth, not everything. Uh, kind of just excited about the progress where they're at. Um, I would say, you know, learn, learning a new language is not easy, and uh, there's different guys at, at varying points uh, at this at this time. But I really like where they're at going into this off season. Uh, they, you know, I think it's important that they don't put their book away while they're gone these next four or five weeks so that when we get back that we'll be able to kind of pick up where we are right now. Don't put that book away, Logs. Kind of well, look at it every once in a while. The reality be is fresh. is that if, if you put the book away and you don't make progress while not being here, then you won't be here. It's as simple as that. I mean, that's, that's how it works. I mean, this is a job. It's not a, it's not a college anymore to where you're on scholarship and you just show up and you've got a place. And I think that's the biggest adjustment for a lot of rookies is that they have to realize that. And that even though, okay, Coach and I, we're good. You know, we're, we're friends. And we're buddies. Yeah. He likes me. Huh. He may like you. But if there's another guy that's going to stay in the book, that's going to do the things that you're not going to do, your rear end's out of there. Simple fact. I mean, it's, it's, it's whoever the old laws of the jungle – you know, the rules of the wild, whatever you want to call it, the strongest survive, that's the way it is in the National Football League. When they find somebody better, and if you're not doing what it takes, you're out. Survival of the fittest. Simple as that. It's a business. Let's, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Let's get to defense now, and uh, there's all that talk. What's it going to look like? We've had a, a little bit of an idea. There's a lot of new faces out there on defense, and one of those is Joe Cullen, defensive coordinator discussing the scheme on defense and how some guys will fit into that scheme. We're going to have some 3-4 looks. We're going to have some 4-3 looks. But I think our guys have done a great job. When you look at Josh and you look at guys like Caleb on, Jordan Smith, tall, rangy, fast, playing on an edge, I, th I think it, it'll suit those guys well. They'll rush the passer. They'll drop in a coverage, just like we did when we were in a 4-3 or 3-4. But I think our players have really uh, – our coaches have done a great job and our players have done a great job adapting to everything we've installed. Well, let's talk about 3-4-4-3, three, four, four, three, but it's, um, you know, still guys that are athletes on the outside able to do um, a lot of different things. Yeah, they got, they got a ways to go. I mean, look, at uh, even though they're putting in concepts of 3-4, when, when you're doing it on the air and it's not contact and, and the mental or the physical stress is not there to go alongside with the, the mental part of the game. I mean, when, when it's side by side, then it becomes a challenge. It's easier to do it in the off season when you're just, I don't want to say in shorts and underwear, but I mean, essentially that's what it is. So, but uh, the, the best thing is, is that, look, you've got the verbiage down. You've got the, some of the communication system established with the players. The familiarity is there. And look, these are all things that didn't happen last year. I mean, think about it. They weren't in person. That's right. I mean, that, yeah. you know, so yeah. when, you, when you have a lot of newness, last year you had a, a lot of newness with the roster. 
this year you have a lot of newness with the roster as well as newness with coaching staff, newness with scheme. Thank goodness that there has been an offseason so that this franchise could try to find its way back on the positive side of the National Football League because last year there was no way it was going to be able to happen with some of the, the climate that you had to deal in. So from, from that aspect, it's great. But, you know, look, when you get to training camp and the pads come on, then, then you start to really kind of learn and evaluate where you're at. And it's hard to evaluate where you're at from a physical standpoint and from a competition standpoint because, you know, you're, I think Urban reflected on this a couple different times where he talked about how you're not keeping score yet. So when you start keeping score, when the pads go on, because look, when the pads goes on, That's right. it's, you're going to start keeping score. Yeah, there's winners and losers. There in is obvious winners and losers when the pads That's go right. on. Yeah. So then you're going to learn a lot more about this football team and also learn a lot about the players and the scheme. If you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the Roar as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit jaguars.com community and fuel greatness from anywhere. Plenty ahead, we'll hear from George Warhop, Jaguars offensive line coach on the returning offensive tackles. We'll also hear from Charlie Strong, assistant head coach and inside linebackers coach and get his thoughts moving ahead into 2021. We're off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. There are everyday heroes among us, making the community a better place. Do you know one? Nominate them at TIAABank.com slash community champion, and you could both be part of the new era of Jaguars football. You and the winner could watch a Jaguars home game from the field, see their story told on the big screens, and get $1,000 towards their cause. Nominate someone before July 9th. Visit TIAABank.com slash community champion for details. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity hi i'm tito beverage founder and master distiller at tito's handmade vodka in 1997 we became the first micro distillery in the state of texas and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years we're still cooking in a pot still working with our dogs by our sides having fun and tasting batches and i'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same cheers 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Forever Vets Animal Hospital has always been about helping animals with same day appointments, walk ins, and extended hours. Keeping your pets healthy is important to their experienced and dedicated staff. From preventive care, surgical, diagnostic, and emergency procedures, they offer quality pet care at a reasonable cost. Your pets deserve the best, and that's Forever Vets. 
Visit ForeverVets.com to learn more and book your first free office exam today. They can't wait to have you as a part of the Forever Vets family. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle wraps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named 2021 IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why Ford has the freshest lineup of SUVs in America. Because the SUVs of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. When equipped with available LED headlamps based on auto source incorporated data obtained on 10 the station that the Jaguars listen to, 1010XL, home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, my biggest issue with Juwan is just consistency in pass pro, right? Um, in the run game, he's physical. Same with Cam. Uh, from a run standpoint, I, I really can't divide any of our guys and how we approach it, right? Um, I'm of the belief, all right, there's very few teams if we decide we want to hand the ball off, we're going to stop us from running the ball. Uh, but what we struggled last year at times was in pass pro, right, and that's a technique issue and a consistency issue, all right, and that's been addressed. Uh, it will continue to be addressed. Those guys know it. Um, it's something that we're not shying away from, so uh, it will get better. That's George Warhop, Jaguars offensive line coach earlier this week, and Jaguars happy hour rolls along. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, Brent Reber, Joe Fortunato, our entire crew, glad you're along with us. This is our final show for a little while. Summer break coming up. The offseason program is over. That means we're over, too, uh, after tonight, Logs. But uh, good to hear from Warhop. Well. You know, good to hear from Warhop. We don't get to hear from him a lot during the season. This is that time of year where he's out there some, and he lays it out there pretty plainly for a lot of people, especially those offensive tackles. And he had a lot of good things to say about Walker Little as well. You know, he said, you know, he's had a lot of first and second round draft picks in his career that has worked underneath him. He said he's the most prepared and ready of any of those guys. Oh, he's. Uh, I've said this before, and, I, and I'm st- I'm standing by it that he will be the second-best draft pick in this class behind Trevor Lawrence. Here's one for you. It's very early. We haven't put on pads yet. I mean, does he start this season sometime? Uh, I would not be surprised. Just out of merit or by, you know, something happening? If he starts, I'm not saying if he starts, he's going to start because he's good enough and because that means he, he can be better or is better than Cam Robinson. How that happens, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you don't want to speculate, but I can tell you this. He hasn't played football in, a, in quite some time. He played one game in 2019 against Northwestern uh, because he was a member of Stanford. Mm-hmm. They played one game, and I believe it was against Northwestern. That I watched the game until he ended up tearing his ACL, which was late in that ball game, and I, and I may be wrong on the, on the team that they were playing. And then that was it. And so last year you had Stanford didn't play. Yep. And then when they decided to play, it was so late that he was out. Walker Little yeah. just said, I'm, I'm, opt- I'm not going to – it's getting too close to the draft, et cetera. I'm going to prepare for that. So he hasn't played a lot of football in quite a few years. So I, th- I think there's going to be 
an acclimation period that is going to be a little bit different for him because he hasn't played football recently. But once he gets back into the swing of things, I, I, I firmly believe this. I, I think he's your future starting left tackle. Cam Robinson is on a one-year franchise deal. And Cam Robinson, just like George Warhop talked about, and the same thing with Jawan Taylor, those two have had consistency issues. And, and he praised them in the running game. And that's great because they are. They're really good. I mean, he's not lying there. Sure. They're really good run blockers. But I was very surprised to hear the honesty and that he talked about their problems are in pass protection and its performance and its consistency, and it's oh so true. How much would quarterback consistency help those tackles? Well, I I think it helps. I mean, look, all quarterback play, better quarterback play, makes an offensive line better. For an example, Peyton Manning was great at making sure – Peyton Manning, Dan Marino was great at it. John Elway was great at it. I mean, all the great quarterbacks were better making – that made their offensive line better for various reasons. One was their escapability. Two was the pocket mobility. Three might have been just the the notion of I've got a great pass rusher against a guy that's not that good and my clock it needs the, that ball needs to come out in a in a hurry. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, but some of the problems last year had nothing to do with quarterback play. End of the ball game, you need to pass protect because you're behind. <laughs> that's right. You have to throw the football. You know what's going to happen here. Right. Okay, everybody knows it. Yeah. So just just give the quarterback. Three seconds, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. They weren't even doing that. You know, so that was a problem. And you had two games last year alone that if you were able to protect the quarterback, you might have won those games. But because you couldn't protect the quarterback, that was a problem. So those two clearly need to get better. I mean, both of them. Jawan Taylor? And also Cam. And Jawan Taylor needs to find consistency in a couple areas. One, first of all, he's very good against the run, but he can even be better. He can reach another level because his finish can be better. Cam's finishes can be better also. But with Jawan, the mental aspect of the game, false starts have yeah. always been a little bit of a problem with A lot with of him. penalties, yeah. Okay, you got to eliminate them. And then pass protection, the consistency, the sets – the hands, the hand placement in pass pro, all those things have to get better with both of those guys, especially when you have a young quarterback at the home. Because, look, the reality is Trevor Lawrence is not going to be processing information like a 10-year veteran quarterback. You want to give him a little bit more time. Let's hear from Charlie Strong. He was one of, I think, the first, actually, to join Urban Meyer's staff. He's been with Urban Meyer or around Urban Meyer for a long time. They met back as you'll hear him say, back when they were both at Notre Dame as assistants in the old days. So they've been uh, connected for a long time in college football, a long time at the University of Florida as well. Strong spent a lot of time with the Gators and a number of different regimes there and then was a head coach on his own. It's our first conversation. We caught up a couple days ago just after a practice outside TIAA Bank Field, the assistant head coach and inside linebackers coach Charlie Strong. What's the greatest challenge for a first-year staff? Uh, And you've been a head coach a number of years in college, a number of different places. What is the biggest challenge the first year of establishing the culture, the lines of communication, the the foundation for what you want to do? What's been the biggest challenge here in that regard? 
Well, the, one of the challenges that you look at is that you really don't know the players. So you're trying to, and because of what we're going through with COVID, you, you're just trying to get around them and, and try to get as much information as you possibly can. Because, you know, it's just more about him just being a, a football player. You like to know who his family is, who his uh, children are. And then you, we have, when, when you talk about, hey, we got to establish this culture, a culture has been set. So it's just for us to build on it, but you, you can only build on it when guys understand that you really believe in them and they can trust and believe in you. Charlie Strong is with us as our half of the Jaguars team behind us here after the end of the offseason program. You've known Urban for a long time, obviously. When was the first time you met him? You remember that story? Like, when did you first run across Urban? Well, it was in uh, 1996. We were at Notre Dame together, <laughs> and um, I had been there one year, and then he came in the following year, and he was uh, building a house, and at that time, the, his house was not completed, so he uh, came to stay, and at that time, it was just me and my wife. We had no children, and it was just him, And but he, uh, Shelly wasn't with him at the time, but they had two children, so uh, he stayed with me for like three or four months, and so we became uh, really close, and we really didn't know each other up until that point. And uh, we just have developed this relationship and in a relationship that has lasted for a, a large number of years. And, you know, in this profession, you know, you'll go work for somebody and then you end up leaving that person. And then you, somehow, some way you end up uh, coming back together and, and guys end up uh, uh, working together again. Charlie Strong with us. Let's get into your inside linebacker room here and your initial impressions after an offseason with Miles Jack. What did you know about him before coming in, and what did what have you learned over the last few months? Well, the, the, my first meeting with Miles, I told him, I said, Miles, I remember we we're, I'm at Texas and he's at UCLA, and it is fourth down and two, and they and they put Miles at tailback and they hand him the ball. We bring a guy off the edge, clean. Miles makes him miss and he goes down the sideline for a touchdown. And uh, I, I told him, I said, I can remember that play just like it was yesterday. But I just always knew that he was an outstanding player. And he, he's one of those players that each and every year has gotten better. And that's what you want to see, just him improve. And, and, you, and what you see from it is he works. Like, he don't come, take no days off this whole time he's been out there. And, and he's put in the work. Joe Schobert, veteran who's been in the league a number of years, his second year in Jacksonville now. How about Joe so far in the offseason? You know, stable. And the thing about Joe is, you know, right there in the middle, he, he's that guy that you're looking for. Because uh, what I really love about him, he can get everyone lined up. And when you know your limitations and you know your abilities, you know, you place yourself in position, especially on his level, you place yourself in position to go make those plays. And that's what he has shown, has unbelievable. He's one of those guys that has great leadership skills, but he leads just by through, through example. Doesn't say much, but guys see him work. You know, if you didn't really know him, he's, he's a jokester. Guys don't really know that because he really don't say much. But he's a very fun person to be around. Final thought here with the Joe Cullen scheme being implemented now. What is the, the balance of having different looks on defense, different pressures from different places? We saw that out of Baltimore a lot, but keeping it simple too. There's a lot of young players on this team. How challenging is that? A very big challenge because you got to keep it simple, but also you, you want to be flexible enough where you can create problems 
for, uh, for the offense. And I think that we move the people around enough and just put them in different positions and, 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 and make it hard on the quarterback, make them have to find guys. And we're bringing pressure. We know we got to get there with pressure because we're going to be playing a lot of man coverage. But it's been fun. I think the, the guys have really bought into it, and, and they really like it. That's Charlie Strong, longtime head coach in college football, Louisville, Texas, South Florida, and in the NFL for the first time ever after 38 years in college football. He's had a heck of a run. He has, and um, it's uh, always a good conversation with uh, Coach Strong, and uh, I think he's excited to kind of dip his toe in the NFL waters, it feels like. I I think a lot of coaches will tell you that – they like the experience in the National Football League simply for the fact that they don't have to recruit. <laughs> you know, even as much as Urban kind of, compl- I don't want to say complained, but talked about how difficult it was in free agency. Hey, you can't talk to guys. You don't get to know them. Uh, but at the same token, look, it's a hell of a lot better than going out and talking to kids and trying to sell them on a program and do all that kind of stuff. So in, in the National Football League, the offseason is a little bit more just about football. It's a little bit more about football. It's a little bit more – I mean, there's a little bit of a recruiting element involved, but not much because, I mean, the dollars always kind of end up making some of those decisions for you. Uh, and then also you have to be a little bit involved in personnel when you're a coach. But, I mean, for the most part, it's a way better schedule from the end of the season until the start of the next season in the pros compared to college football. But, I mean, some of those coaches love sitting in those living rooms and they're really good at it, you know. Uh, JP, I – yeah. There's, Urban there has, was really good at it. Oh, he's really good at it. But I can yeah. tell you, I, I would bet you that if you talk to 10 guys, that maybe one of them might say that they really enjoyed that aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, right. You know. Yeah, it is. It's an different. It's, it's, it's very, very different. different. And and I think Charlie Strong is, 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 first of all, I think he's really good for any program. And that's why he has the, the title of assistant head coach, because he's going to be somebody – that Urban can trust, that he can bounce things off of, say, what do you think about this? Yeah. And, and I, I think I, he'll address the team a good bit, too. He'll be in front of the team absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. And I think, I think that every head coach has got to have somebody like that. you got to have somebody that you, your relationship goes beyond, I hired you just because of this. It has to be a, 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 a deep, lasting friendship that goes beyond ball to be able to have that trust. And so, so that's good for Urban and good for, for Charlie Strong. And I think it's going to be a very good relationship, and I think it's going to work. Plenty ahead. We'll return with Anthony Schlegel, the head strength and conditioning coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I brought Jaguars. my weights. I'm ready to go. Get a piece of pump on me now. He gets you fired up, man, talking to him. Yeah. Uh, I you talked might... to him a couple weeks ago, man, and I was like ready to lift weights. You know, come on, JP, let's get an extra few reps, plus two reps in the weight room. Let's go. Plus two mentality. Uh, when we come back, <laughs> we'll hear from him. Uh, check out the official Jaguars Podcast Network, a free subscription on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. This show each Thursday, Jaguars Reporters Mondays, Huddle Up Pod on Wednesdays. And the Ozone Podcast this week, Osher has LaVisca Chenault Jr. And give us that five-star rating. And we're halfway home on Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes. Homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com.
DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. String Sports Brewery in historic Springfield is turning too, and it's time to party. Mark your calendars for Thursday, June 24th. Strings will have a special beer release, food specials, limited edition merchandise, the Frangie Show live from 3 to 6, and then live music from 6 to 9. The party doesn't stop there, though. Friday, June 25th, you can dunk the Strings owners in the dunk booth, and there's live music. Saturday, there's bull riding at Strings with live music, and Sunday, there's a community vendor pop-up. So get to Strings for the second anniversary party Thursday, June 24th through Sunday the 27th. The time for talk is over. And a new era has begun with quarterback Trevor Lawrence. We definitely feel the love and the support. And I'm really excited just to bring some energy to the city and do everything in my power to get us back to where we want to be. So I'm super excited to be a Jag. Single game tickets are now on sale. Call 904-633-2000 or visit jaguars.com. The countdown to kickoff is on, Duval. And we want to see you at the bank. Oi. Bonjour. Xin chào. Dobry deň. Keep finansát kon. Como te podemos ayudar? If you have an accident, the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier. That's why at Fair and Farah, we have a team as diverse as our clients. So no matter what language you speak, we'll fight for your voice. Farah and Farah, here for you. Nechna hon lalkil. Ici, pour vous. Aquí, para todos. Here for all. Jacksonville. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs of the future for everyone, like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named 2021 IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why Ford has the freshest lineup of SUVs in America. Because the SUVs of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs drive one today. When equipped with available LED headlamps based on auto source incorporated data obtained on 10 there are everyday heroes among us, making the community a better place. Do you know one? Nominate them at TIAABank.com slash community champion, and you could both be part of the new era of Jaguars football. You and the winner could watch a Jaguars home game from the field, see their story told on the big screens, and get $1,000 towards their cause. Nominate someone before July 9th. Visit TIAABank.com slash community champion for details. Mike Dempsey and Fat Tony. Jaguars today. All Jaguars, all NFL, all the time. 10 to noon weekdays on 1010XL. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by the Duval Motor Company. And it is a busy time at Daly's Place on the south end of TIAA Bank Field. It feels like, Logs, they're adding concerts by the day. Brad Paisley's coming up July 8th. Miranda Lambert has been added to the schedule now August 5th. Blackberry Smoke, your band, August 10th. Logs, well, you'll probably be there for that one. Lady A, August 20th. Oh, we're moving along here. Rod Wave on September 9th. September 18th, it's Trippy Red. And Carlos Santana's coming Ooh. September 21st. By the way, who's Lady A? 
Uh, used to be Lady Annabellum country oh, band. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, three you. three members at the All front. Right. Okay. And I didn't know that there was a name change. Yes, they changed the name, and uh, they will be here. When is that? Let's see. That's August twentieth. So tickets available dailiesplace.com. Cool. And and uh, like I said, they're going to pack in some concerts because these bands have been sitting around for a year and a half not doing anything. So they're eager to get back on the road. And uh, you should have, of the ones already listed on the the Daily's Place website, you'll see some more added, I'm sure, in the coming weeks. Yeah, the the Blackberry Smoke. You know, I'm a big fan of them. Yes, uh, yes. There, you know, the, the the concert thing, which is very similar to football, you kind of you, you you go without it for quite some period of time, and you, you start to Jones for it, it to be back, <laughs> right? Yeah, and to be able to see it in person because you know there's, you know, there's something about watching football in person. There's something about watching or listening to live music in person that just makes it special. And I just know that, for give you a perfect example, because I'm a big live music fan. We were getting ready, me and my wife were getting ready to go see the Steel Drivers, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then it gets canceled because of COVID, and it's just like, dang, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so now we're having to wait. I think they're coming in uh, January of 2022, so we're going to finally get to see them. Hopefully, did you just drop a dad gummit like Bobby Bowden in here. I think did you I? just did. Maybe yeah. I did. I think you just Maybe did. I, did. I think I just heard that. I like I like Bobby Bowden. I think Bobby Bowden <laughs> <Right>. awesome. <laughs> It's widely entertaining. Uh, no doubt. Um, <clears throat> so get your tickets, dailiesplace.com. Let's get back to football now. Anthony Schlegel is new to the staff. He's the head strength and conditioning coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He spent a few years in Columbus. Well, he played there, first of all. He was a draft pick, third rounder as a linebacker. Played a couple years in the NFL and then went into strength coaching. And he was with Ohio State for about four seasons or so with the Buckeyes as the assistant strength and conditioning coach there he is now the head man in jacksonville and strap in and hang on you will uh, be ready to lift some weights after this conversation let's uh, start off with the most challenging part of coming in as a new staff is it learning the new players and where they are with strength and conditioning getting the new guys acclimated setting the foundation uh, what, what is the most difficult part and what what has been the most fulfilling part so far Oh, that, you know what? Those are two great questions. Uh, difficult part is one, being in the NFL for the first time. That's new, right? So you have to navigate the rules, and it's completely different than college when you have guys in your training, you know, starting in January throughout the entire year, and you know everybody's body, what they do, and then all of a sudden you can't do that. There's certain rules that limit you from the field, there's certain rules. Uh, in the weight room, and then you have the COVID rules on top of that, and then you get guys back for OTAs, and then you have to see where they are because every guy is different. It's You don't have a standard, right? So you have to do an evaluation, be very proactive in your approach to dealing with them. Uh, so those have probably been the most difficult things, but we've navigated it very, very well. I'd say the most fulfilling thing is being around the guys. Like, that's it. Like, that's the only reason I'm in the game is to increase their value and serve them because I was one of them. And looking back at my own career, and the reason I got into the strength and conditioning game was I was a third round pick, I was 250 pounds, I could stuff the run, but I wish I had a strength coach say, hey, listen, you don't need to be 250. I don't care that you deadlift 700 pounds and squat 600 pounds. If you wanna make a roster and have a career, you need to lose the linebacker mentality and get a football player mentality. And so let's work on your hips. Let's work on 
your knee bend. Let's work on acceleration. Let's work on hand fighting so that you can make a roster and be the best special team player you can so that when you have an opportunity to play linebacker, you can excel. And I think having that mindset and that approach has really helped me, but it's also benefited our guys because they're all different. They're all unique, whether you're a first-round pick starter or a guy that's first-year guy. It doesn't matter to me, man. We treat them all the same. Urban has talked a lot about having an environment where players want to be oh, yeah. and want to be year-round, and that's Absolutely. the important part of this. What have you done in the weight room to do that and the conditioning game you know, to keep guys around here and wanting to be in this building and in this facility? Yeah, first off, you got to uh, – Jim Trussell told me this a long time ago, they'll never care about how much you know till they know how much you care, period, dot. And in this league, yes, it's a business, but still, we're all dudes. And you have a high GSF, which is giving issue factor for maximizing and increasing their value. They're going to want to be there. Then you crank that music to 11, and you bring the juice, and you expect them to have some juice, and you get that power of the unit friction within the workout of teammate on teammate accountability. That's fun, right? You start competing in the weight room with one another, the wide receivers, the LBs, doesn't matter, O-line. They have fun with it, and they see the gains, and then they want more of it. But most importantly then, after you get done training, you rejuvenate the crap out of them. So you start, I think that's the, the one thing that we've done really, really well, is that a pro routine doesn't start when you hit camp. Being a pro and having a routine starts in January or February postseason. How am I going to get my body back, right? How am I going to go through the hypertrophy phase and all these different phases in strength and conditioning to be able to stress the tissue when I go to OTAs? How am I rejuvenating my body every day? What does my diet look like? in February and March and April and May and June and then into the summer and achieving these goals. And that's what we found with these guys. They've taken it so seriously and we've given them the tools, right, and, and been accessible all day. Like we open. That's our motto. We open for you. So if you need to get rejuvenated, we open. You want to get bumpy at 6 a.m., we open, right? You have something you want to take your kids to school and get bumpy at 3 o'clock, hey, guess what? We open because that's our job. Like we only have jobs because of the players. You cannot lose that mindset. And also, it makes us go back and reevaluate what we can do to fill our toolbox to enhance them even more. Anthony Schlegel with us, head strength and conditioning coach for the Jaguars. How has the technology changed oh. your day-to-day uh, -day work over the years? GPS, tracking, you know, it, it has to help narrow down best practices, recovery, and all the rest. Yeah, and I like that you said recovery because I don't like I don't say recovery. I say okay. rejuvenate because like, what are you recovering to? Like, I want to rejuvenate to max capacity, right? So that's one terminology. Like, we, like we got to get rid of that. Like, I want to rejuvenate. I want to be at max capacity. But there's so many things, and you got to manage the measurables. So you got to know exactly what you're looking for. So whether it's the force plate, looking at different things on how they jump and how they land, asymmetries. Et cetera, et cetera, their hamstring strength, their growing strength. Those are all things that you can utilize in the weight room to, you know, enhance those weaknesses, right? We call them enhancements, you know, not necessarily high needs. Like, I want to enhance you. It's an area of enhancement. So we can do that within the weight program. And then you have the other things that you use, catapult uh, GPS outside. So you, got, you know a guy's training load. You know how many accelerations and then and how many high-speed yards they get per practice per week. You could tell their coaches that, hey, here's exactly where your guy is. But the trainers, we all know in real time exactly how much the guy weighed in, how much the guy weighed out. Our nutritionist knows, hey, this guy lost 10 pounds at practice. Boom, here's how much water and, and Gatorade that you have to drink post-practice to regain that. Here's how much food you need. Oh, this guy had a training load. He had an absolute hard day. Boom, here's how much food you need. So it's in real time. That way, nobody is missed. 
Like, that's the problem. If you don't have that system dialed in, guys get missed. And again, 1 to 90, it doesn't matter because they're all out there spilling it. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about serving them. So that's why you have to have that process dialed in and great communication alignment through the strength staff, the training staff, and the nutrition staff to make sure we meet those needs. Anthony Schlegel, the head strength and conditioning coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you want to get bumpy at 630 in the morning, we open. <laughs> that's a look, uh, I, I find that that's the best time to work out. Start the day right and get it done. Before anything else, it always takes precedence. That's always been a good time to work out. You know, I will say this. When he started talking about how you make it competitive when you have position groups that are working out together, there, nothing could be further from the truth than what he's talking about. Because when I was a pro for my first six years and I was in New York, I would work out in my hometown and occasionally when we, we would get back together in New York. But back then, you didn't have year-round mm -hmm. OTAs and all that kind of thing. When I came to Jacksonville and it became a year-round with the OTAs and you trained with your teammates, the amount of gains that I made as an individual far surpassed anything that I was able to make on my own. Just because of the competition that gets created within a position group and then also amongst position groups. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's, that's good stuff. And so not only are you making it better for yourself, making – improvements and gains that you wouldn't ordinarily make elsewhere but you're also building that camaraderie and i, and I think that goes a long way and and uh you know and I, and I like the way that they always talk about how they're serving the players they're trying to make them more valuable which you know it's a it's a different way of saying to get them better to help our team get better yeah but it kind of it's it's a it's kind of almost like a psychological way of convincing the player this is for you, because it is it is for yeah. you. That's right. The player to make you better to help get you to be a better player to where you become more valuable where you come where you can make more money not just about just making us a better team and I, and I think that's a and it's an interesting approach and it goes very much along the same lines where they're talking about the training room and that. They're trying to take the stigma away from that the training room is bad. They're trying to tell you that the training room is, can be good. It can help you get better. It help them, it can, it's taking care of your body so that you can function. So I like the mindset that Irvin has instilled with trying to serve the players and everything there is designed to give the players the best of the best so that they can be at their best. And that's the mindset I think that I have seen with Urban here this year that has impressed me the most, the mm -hmm. way that mentality has changed. We're not recovering. We're rejuvenating logs, according to Schlegel. Uh, rejuvenating the crap out of you yeah, guys, right. I think is what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> I like that approach. So our thanks to Anthony Schlegel and Charlie Strong for their time after practice earlier this week. We'll come back in a moment and go around the National Football League in our final segment before – our summer break and single game tickets are on sale now for the 2021 regular season. Visit Jaguars.com or call 904-633-2000. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs of the future for everyone, like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named 2021 IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. 
One of the many reasons why Ford has the freshest lineup of SUVs in America. Because the SUVs of the future aren't built for a few, they're built for America. Ford SUVs, drive one today. When equipped with available LED headlamps based on auto source incorporated data obtained on 10-520. There are everyday heroes among us, making the community a better place. Do you know one? Nominate them at TIAABank.com slash community champion, and you could both be part of the new era of Jaguars football. You and the winner could watch a Jaguars home game from the field, see their story told on the big screens, and get $1,000 towards their cause. Nominate someone before July 9th. Visit TIAABank.com slash community champion for details. Why are you taking selfies with the Pepsi Mango? I'm getting back into the dating app grind. I thought if refreshing Pepsi and delicious Mango can find their surprisingly perfect match, then why can't I? Still lost? I'm metaphorically expressing who I am with this Pepsi Mango. It says I'm sweet, fun, and a little unconventional. And if they're looking for something refreshingly different, they should give me a try. Well, you are a little bit unconventional. Just enjoy the allure of the bold deliciousness that is Pepsi Mango. Try Pepsi Mango. That's what I like. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, dailies. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity when jaguars news breaks you'll hear about it first on 1010xl home of the jacksonville jaguars That is Marvin Jones Jr., Jaguars wide receiver, singing that uh, lovely song, Lift Every Voice and Sing. And uh, it is the 150th anniversary of James Weldon Johnson's birthday today. He was born in Jacksonville. He wrote that song while he was living in this city. And he, uh, Marvin Jones, recently went to the Ritz Theater in downtown Jacksonville to sing and honor Johnson's life and legacy, the full song available on Jaguar social media. 
uh, Marvin Jones Jr., multi-talented, multilingual, can sing, and he can play a little football too. Uh, you can you can tell that he is uh, he's really taken on, which is kind of rare. He's taken on a real strong leadership role with this offense and his football team, which is when I say it's rare. When guys come in in free agency, a lot of times there's an adjustment period because they're just not comfortable doing it yet. They want to get to know their teammates, let the teammates yeah. to get to know them right. before they start leading. Uh, and But he has been a natural, and I think he's been also, you can see he talks a lot with Trevor Lawrence, and he talks a lot on the field with different players, not just his position group, because you got to remember, he is from Daryl Bevel's offense. He knows this offense. And so when you have a guy that knows the offense, that has a natural style of leadership, boy, that really helps a football team. And it, and it, and it helps players on a team when they can hear it from somebody other than a coach sometimes. Sometimes when, you, when we call it coach speak, you can, you can hear coaches talk, but when a player hears it from a voice that's a teammate or somebody that's just different, sometimes it has a tendency to penetrate a little bit deeper into the memory bank. So let's go around the National Football League and surprise, surprise logs. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have sold out their 2021 season. Will be full capacity at Raymond James Stadium. The world champions are sold out for the season. That's awesome. No I surprise. Mean, you know, it's cool. And the reality is that how many more chances are there going to be to watch Tom Brady play? That's right. You just don't know. And and to, to be able to watch a team come back in its entirety. The team that went and won a Super Bowl is back for the most part intact. You totally understand why they're sold out. The NFL put out a memo earlier this week of regulations for vaccinated and non-vaccinated players. Well, players that are not vaccinated will pretty much have to go through everything they did last season, testing every day and strict rules about uh, behavior away from the facility with fines up to nearly $15,000 for a variety of violations, including gathering outside the facility, uh, in-person meetings or practices outside the facility, going to an indoor nightclub or bar, a house gathering of more than 15 without masks, indoor concerts or entertainment events. That's just a few on the list. So they're trying to incentivize players getting vaccinated and once 85 percent of your roster is vaccinated that's really the magic number for things to open up in the building and beyond yeah i'm not sure why why the players would choose not to to have the vaccination look that's their choice because i mean i I think it's similar in some ways to the flu shot some people have chosen not to get the flu shot for for me a personal choice i'm vaccinated jp you're vaccinated Mm -hmm. and me and Vaselli were actually having the conversation on Tuesday in the bleachers, and we were saying, you know, from a player's standpoint, why would you not want to be vaccinated? Just from the standpoint, you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but look, I, I hope I hope everybody and, and every team is able to get to the threshold, and I understand that there are some personal preferences and that some people will not be vaccinated, and I get it, I understand it. And hopefully that, uh, you know, because once you meet that threshold, now you can start to do things as a team that teams that aren't at that threshold will not be able to do. So there is some natural incentives to do it, and it's the way it should be. Patrick Mahomes says there should be no issues with his toe moving forward that hampered him 
last season. Look, he there had was surgery. no issue with his toe before. He's still one of the best quarterback in the National Football League. <laughs> He's tremendous. Nine toes, ten toes, eight toes, however many toes you need. <laughs> He's reminded of the story, you know, and, and uh, Ronnie Lott when he played in the playoff game years ago yeah. and he had a finger issue and, and they basically told the doctor cut it off so that he could be available to play the next week in a playoff game. And uh, I, I'll – I'm not saying that Patrick Mahomes is going to say, hey, cut my toe off. I don't need it. But, I mean, if, <laughs> you find a way to get rid of that toe. It's becoming a problem too uh, much now. I, I guess it was the big toe. I didn't even see which toe it was. I don't know but, either. Um, I don't know. But, he, look, I he's think a, you kind of need the big toe. He is a dynamite player. <laughs> yeah, big the, big toe in his left foot. He is the best young quarterback in the National Football League. And you got you can't cut the big toe off and function. I can no, tell you that. No, you It doesn't that work one. that way. you got to have the big toe. Kinda now, if it's a pinky toe, ah, cut it off. You can run around with nine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Not? Not, not without the big toe, though. The Chicago Bears, the monsters of the midway, have made an offer to purchase a racetrack in suburban Chicagoland. Arlington want, Heights is the uh, name of the name. They want another option for a stadium. The Arlington International Racecourse is about 30 miles from Soldier Field. Bears president and CEO Ted Phillips said, quote, It's our obligation to explore every possible option to ensure we're doing what's best for our organization and its future. End quote. And... That would allow them to evaluate the property and the potential. They have a lease with the city to play at Soldier Field running through 2033. So, uh, you know, they're getting ahead of this a little bit. Well, there's some thought that what they have is not going to be good enough for them going forward in the future. Yeah. And And they don't own the stadium. And totally get it. I mean, that's it's it's the stadium wars and it's going to continue. And uh, the most interesting piece of news that came out of Chicago was what was talked about today where Matt Nagy, their head coach, said that, that once uh, uh, the Red Rocket, the guy that they got from Andy Cincinnati, Dalton. Andy, Andy Dalton, <laughs> once he, if he were something were to happen to him, the next man in is their draft pick, Fields, Fields. and it's not going to be Nick Foles. So Nick Foles right now has already been put at third team on the depth chart. I mean, it's a lot of money and draft equity gone for a guy who's third in the depth chart. There, so there's two teams that just wasted equity and wasted money on Nick Foles. Thank you, Bears, well, by the way. Well, yeah. Got but them off the, our books. Look, yeah, but the Jaguars had to way pay to him a bunch Caldwell. of money, too. Good job. You know, so the Jaguars wasted money on Nick Foles and wasted time and wasted the opportunity to get another quarterback. So, I mean, it's Nick Foles. Is, look, uh, Nick Foles is like, all right, it's all good. I'm, I'm yeah, good. he's doing fine. Like, sure, he's, he's, he's paying fine. him. Totally the checks fine. are clear, and got he's got a Super Bowl, Bowl ring. ring. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> nice family. You he's know, good. The whole thing. No, he's, he's a good guy. I've heard nothing but good <laughs> things about him and wish him nothing but the best. But to be relegated to third team, I don't think, is what he envisioned when he went to Chicago. I think Justin Fields is going to be a star. Might I be. He's going to be really good. I, I just know when he took that hit from the linebacker, Clemson yep. that speared him? Absolutely. In the semifinal game. Tough as nails. Came back, played through it. I mean, that that, remind, that yep. reminded me of, like, uh, the, the Byron left for performance where they're carrying him to the to the next thing when he had the leg injury. The, the Mobile and, Bowl, yeah. And, uh, I mean, that, that was, you know, the, the Kellen Winslow game where he was barely even be able mm-hmm. to – I mean, that's just – I mean, that was an epic game for him. And so I love his toughness, and he's obviously got a big, strong arm. I think uh, he could be a, a great one. I'm not, you call, never know. I'm not calling him a Hall of Famer, but the only quarterback Hall of Famer for the Bears is Sid Luckman. That's going back a long that's time. That's a long time, right? Yeah, I mean, what year was that? That's in the, what, the way long time ago. Early 1900s? 50s, probably. Like, that's forever ago. <laughs> How about that? Like, was that the 20s? 
I mean, it's old 30s? days. Old days football. Leather helmets football. I don't know if it's that far back. Uh, but yeah, um, I know. I'm just I'm kind of kidding. It's something else. I mean. Long time ago. Though. Yeah, 1939 to 1950. Yeah, long time ago. That was his career. So Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon is not a Hall of Famer. Won a Super Bowl. He did win a – the Bears defense won that Super Bowl. Yeah, that, that, that Walter Peyton was, was on the football team, man, too. Man, good. That was a good football team. Hey, enjoy the break. We won't be back yeah. until late July. You too. Uh, any breaking news, check it out on Jaguars.com and Jags social media. And our thanks to Brent Reber, Joe Fortunato, our entire crew. And Jeff i got to give me some of those lights, the I'll, sleeping lights. I'll let you guys talk it out amongst yourselves. For our entire crew, I'm J.P. Shadrick. Have a great uh, weekend, and we'll talk to you next time. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.